What's up, y'all? It's Hussies Hussies Bitches. Yeah. Woo. Woo. With with Ale. Say hi, Ale. Hi. (laughs) You're going to hear a lot of me today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Bria is, I'm Bria. Hello. She is. Um. Thank you for joining us on today's very special double feature episode. Yes, sirree. This is going to be split into two honkaroonie episodes because, <laughs> oh my god. So, so we decided, Bria suggested, she was like, hey, because we, we like, when we first, before we started reading this, I like found on Reddit to like, be like, how long does it take to read Homestuck? There was like this spreadsheet of someone who like timed themselves reading Homestuck or whatever, and they timed themselves reading in these like different chunks that were kind of measured out by like plot points and so Bria was like hey how about because at this point it's kind of hard to do 600 pages without ending in like a weird spot yeah although when we get to act six they're the acts are smaller like the mini acts so it might be easier for us then I hope to god it is because we decided that we would end uh read until the end of disc one which is a whopping like one thousand pages. Eleven hundred so. pages. Oh, I did not know it was eleven hundred. <laughs> I guess it, the one hundred extra pages is in- inconsequential at this point. Yeah, but we read a, a so much. That is the whole thing. And uh, <laughs> as as I as is, <laughs> I'm literally like Ale. The way it's shaken out, you get to summarize. The hardest chunks. Literally every every single week so far, I've got like the biggest things. It's so fun. Like we'll we'll get to it. Like when we talk about Hussey's recap, but there's just a very funny part of Hussey's recap that that Bria pointed out, which we'll get to when I start my long ass summary. So the reason that t- this week is a double feature is because there's no fucking way that I'm going to fit this summary into 30 minutes. It'd be physically impossible. Perhaps if I double-speeded the audio, they would, but also I just don't think it would be nice for me and Bria to, to have to, like, condense all of the analysis of this, like, 1,100 pages into 30 minutes also. So we're yeah. going to have one episode of summary and one episode of like talking about it so if you don't want to hear me talk for an hour which is completely understandable and the other episode is out then just go ahead yeah skip it like to hear me butcher 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 but i can't i'm butchering (laughs) english we're starting we're starting out strong this is great yeah if you want to hear me butcher um all of all of this um then stick around for the ride, because this will be an interesting, an interesting time. Yes, and I believe in you wholeheartedly, Ale. You're going to do great. Thank you so wrote much. out so many notes. <laughs> so many. I think it's like, I count, it's like 3,100 words, I think. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All in bullet points, also. So, what a fun time. Yeah. Anyways, we, let's not push this off any longer. Yeah, let's gonna, jump into it. <laughs> let's jump into it. If you would like to interject, Bria, always welcome to do so. Yeah. But there's... There, and also, I will say that, like, I am... The way I am summarizing this is I am just, like, summarizing it as I'm reading it. So everything is in perfectly chronological order. I do not do anything out of order at all. Well, chronological order in the sense of, like... 
how it's being like yeah, conveyed in the, the story, pages. which is not yes. chronological order. In the in actual, the story, yeah. Which yeah, <laughs> time shenanigan. Anyways, it's as the pages present them, I write it down. Yeah. So let's begin. So here, Carcat sees John grow up and hates him. Then Carcat has his first conversation with John, and it's awkward because John says he does not want to be Carcat's kismesis. Also, John is about to put the big plan into motion in the scratch, and he's like, bye, I'm about to see you, Carcat. And Carcat's like, what? Then the trolls talk about Carcat's plan to troll the humans in this, like, convoluted memo. Then John goes asleep on the hoverboard. He lands in the land of wind and shade. Vriska tries to manipulate John but can't. Dream John reunites with the dad and Rose's mom on the battlefield, but then doesn't because Vriska wakes John up. And then John just, like, disappears and the queen's ring falls off of his finger. Then Vriska says that he, uh, she's going to help John. John gets his sperb copy. Then Jade falls out of the sky onto her bed because Beck moved it and, like, catches her. But then she falls asleep again. The mayor finds the queen's ring in the river while he is on the battlefield. John gets back to his house to install Spurb. Vriska gets flustered over seeing a pail. John talks to Rose, who has built his house, like, super fucking tall because she's just going crazy. And Rose says the new objective of the game is to damage it and get a bunch of info. Kanaya messages Rose and is like, hey, I read your game fact, like, a really long time ago. Game Kanaya fact? express how what how the faq yeah well i know but game pack is fun also okay. i really love the structure of this being like you get every detail i'm summarizing each panel yes exactly <laughs> this is how it's going okay Kanaya expresses doubt that the humans sabotage their session and carcats like um yeah they definitely did now go talk to rose Kanaya sees when the pail drops on rose's head and gets flustered i just <laughs> The, the pale parts are <laughs> never important, but I always write them down. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Then Kanaya trolls John, Kanaya trolls Rose again, and finally gets to their eighth combo, which is where they're both speaking, like, like eight equals eight in their weird time thing, whatever. They keep talking. We learn that something happens to Rose where her viewfinder goes dark for the trolls before the scratch. Rose finds a giant, like, capsule card in the turtle ruins that she enters, the, a huge circle carved into it, which is the green sun. Dave asks John for boon money to play his world stock exchange system and also says he created a bunch of stable time loops and warns him about Vriska. Then Dave sends 413 boon bonds to Terezi, which is a fucking insane amount of boon bonds. Mm -hmm. Then you flash back to Terezi, where she witnesses Prospect getting blown up when they're first in the veil. She smells Kanai with the chainsaw and Carcat passed out. Terezi opens a memo. Future Terezi comes in and tells everyone about Prospect blowing up. Then future Nepeta says Durst blew up. Terezi waits and gets her money from Dave, but at this point she doesn't know it's from Dave, and Solix traces the money, and that's how they figure out, like, that there are humans in their universe. <laughs> Terezi, Solix, and Feferi watch Dave grow up in their viewport, then Terezi starts trolling him. Their first conversation is pre-round glasses, which is what I put. And Dave is now in a big cauldron with the consorts of his land throwing <laughs> onions at him, and he's crying. <laughs> Terezi and him talk and decide they are in cahoots. Then Dave walks into, like, an alligator shrine with a clock on it, and Carcat is yelling at him. Then we go to John, and as soon as he goes to install the server copy for Jade, he experiences the same Carcat yelling at him. Vriska is flushed with Nick Cage after watching the video John sent. Carcat creates a memo with Dave and John, telling them to stop talking to, to Terezi and Vriska, and to talk with the human girls instead, because Carcat ships has a whole shipping chart with uh jade and dave and rose and john and it's like you have to stick to this yeah you fuck everything up which is a, a, a wild there's time. so much shipping there's so much shipping this this section has all of the shipping it's ooh, 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 <laughs> god 
then you wake up as Card Cat in the first Flash game of many in this section. This section is Flash games galore. It's insane. It's so much. So, so much time was so spent trying to 100% the Flash games. Oh, yeah. Luckily, they got, like, kind of shorter as they went on. The first one, which is called, it's where, it's like Car Cat Wake Up. It's called Alternia uh, like, Bound. Bound. Yeah, and so you wake up as Car Cat, and you play as Car Cat, Terezi, and Vriska. I said I'm not even going to try to summarize everything you can learn, because if you talk with everyone in 100% it, you learn a lot of things. Um, so then we go, John connects to Jade and gets pranked by Nana Sprite. Aridin tries to be Caligonus with Rose. Is Caligonus the evil one? That's what I put. It might be the other one. Uh, Caligonus is, is, yeah, like, yeah, the, 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 the black, black one, sp- spades, kismesis. Yeah. Yeah, so Aridin wants to be, like, kismesis with Rose, and she's like, no, I'm going to explode your computer, and then she does. Then Aradia tries to talk some sense into Rose. Rose and Jasper's right part ways. Dave sends Gansley the Miracles music video and Gamsey goes into a blasphemous rage, which you might not think is important. But, oh my god. We'll talk about that later. Oh, bad, bad times. Then Dave and Equius have a rap slam poem battle thing and Dave breaks the legendary, uh, yeah, Dave breaks the legendary weapon in his land, which is like Cal de Welch, whatever Cal the fuck it's called. Cal Something. Cal, they Cal sound like Fulch. Polish or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terezi compares Dave to Carcat and Dave is insulted. Dave summons Dave Sprite, who says he's going to blast after Dave's nap, and Dave falls asleep because of Briska. Jack Noir examines the scratch Dave's bro made and takes the sword out of it. Jade has a weird squiddle demon nightmare, and Feferi is there, and Dave sees it while dreaming on Durst, and Jade wakes up? Question mark? Fef and Jade talk about the dream, which happens in the bubbles gloved by the lords of the furthest ring. <laughs> Jade messages Carcat like he said to after her robot exploded, and she's very angry at him and kind of done with his shit. Um, and she's very, very done with, like, past Carcat and future Carcat's bullshit. It's, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Jade ditches her reminders on her fingers, except for one about Dream John. John is doing some server player shit. John and Jade catch up a little. Jack Moore goes to the Land of Winded Shade to give, um... Dave's brother, his sword back. Then Dave Sprite finds Jack and um, Dave's Dave's bro. I keep writing his real name. And I'm like, oh. Um, <laughs> then together they fight Jack, and Jack sets the land of wind and shade on fire. Rose tells John she knows a bunch of future stuff now and is nervous about creating splintered timelines that not prototyping and and also that not prototyping the kernel for Jade is like the worst thing that you can do. Dave is asleep and the alligators have his glasses and are talking with like Terezi. John went to sleep and woke up and now he's in an ocean of oil while his planet is on fire. Keep in mind. Then John Ah. is like, yo, yeah, that was a bad time. Then John is like, yo, Rose, you're being kind of spooky. Maybe let's not. And Rose is like, LOL, anyways, go get me the tumor, Um, which is a big tumor, as you might think, inside of Skya. But it's not a tumor. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. Yeah. John does not know that yet. Yeah. John does not know that yet. He finds out at some point, but not yet. You see that as John was about to prototype the colonel, Vriska made him sleep, and then Beck ended up prototyping the colonel with himself. So now Jack Noir has the powers of a first guardian, and he <laughs> ruined the troll's session by, like, going into their session. And also, Carcat saw Jack when he woke up briefly on Prospect, and everything is very bad. Jack kills Dave's bro and Dave's sprite and steals bro's glasses because um, Jack does this silly little thing where he takes trophies from everyone he kills and just starts wearing them until at one point he's like, this is fucking stupid, which it is. 
Then we see the windswept Questant, or the Queen, start a machine with two Beck symbols on it. She puts her key in it and, like, turns it, which creates a station that is shaped like Beck's head, and it lands on the Frog Temple. The mayor then remembers John in the battlefield and returns to his station to speak to John again. The mayor accidentally locks himself in the station. Vriska says she's involving herself with John's story and actually created Jack because she wants to be the one who kills Jack Noir, which, oh my god, I have so, so many So fucking frustrating! <laughs> it's horrible. Then John does his windy thing, which is just controlling the wind and making it like a big tornado and puts out all the fire on the land of wind and shade. Then we have this thing with Jade where her bed sheets, there's suddenly a green sun symbol on them. Then Jade has a dream where she meets dead for fairy and Jade enters her medium, the land of frost and frogs. Beck Sprite helps her to defeat the uranium imps. The male lady tries to talk to Jade, but Beck Sprite is like, fuck no, and blows up the male lady station. Future Dave becomes Jade's server player because John is busy. Rose sends Dave on a quest to talk to the gods and make a map of the green sun for her big plan of destroying the green sun and killing her informant, which is presumably Baldi. Presumably, as in, it is Baldi, <laughs> aka Doc Scratch, but I will be calling him Baldi. You are the only um, one who calls him Baldi, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love calling him Baldi, he's so bald. He's just a cue ball, he can't have hair to begin with. Cue Baldi, more like, you know what I'm Nice. <laughs> Anyways, Kanaya says it's her mission to stop Rose, and she also jokes about training Aridin, who's the Prince of Hope, to be a wizard of white sorcery, so he'll be Rose's nemesis. This is a joke, but once again, things that you don't think are important oh now come become really important later. You will see. <laughs> then Tavros reveals that he can communicate with Beck and did so when Jade was little to save her from shooting herself because she was holding two guns, but then... <laughs> The gun ended up killing her grandpa, who Tavros thought was an intruder, and Tavros said he inserted himself into Jade's story to be a hero, much like Vriska, and he then said he felt red for Jade, and Jade was like, no, no, which makes sense. Queen. Then Tavros was like, hey, can I, can I ask Beck to fight Jack? And Jade was like, no, but maybe later? And then Vriska reveals that she orchestrated a lot of the shit that happened in the humans' timeline, including making Jade fall asleep all the time. So Jade is not narcoleptic. Jade is simply being controlled by Vriska, like, a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, I have and notes about she, that. <laughs> ooh, God, man. And then she also um, assisted in the creation of Beck by, like, pushing the, um, like, Diamond's Droog to go get the genetic code of the meow. So she knows because of this that Tavros' plan wouldn't work because Beck wouldn't attack the people that helped created him. And Tavros is like, wow, you really are a bad guy and I'm gonna kill you now. And Vriska's like, lol, you can try. Vriska controls Andrew Hussey for a second, which is a fun time. John ascends to his quest bed and requests that Vriska put him to sleep. Then Jack Jack Moore kills John and Vriska does her stupid sunglass emoji. John rises up his bed, like like the lights light up and then he sees his dead body covered in fireflies in the clouds and then the mayor sees his dead body covered in um in the fireflies and then john screen blacks out doomed dave from an offshoot timeline sleeps on the quest bed and alpha dave does not kill him as terezi knew he wouldn't terezi says she knows things as a seer of mind and she knows that luck doesn't matter which and then at, right after she says luck doesn't matter we see Vriska's dead body except she isn't dead but she's just bleeding out um, because she she forces Tavros to choke himself when he goes to kiss her and revive her. And she also is controlling his mind to, like, spell out messages in her blood, telling him, like, no, you need to take me to my quest cocoon and you need to kill me. But Tavros can't do it, um, because he just can't, and so he's flying away. But then Vriska dies anyways, and her 
cocoon explodes, and she rises up into God tier. Then we go to Snowman, and it says she escapes, but from where? Who knows? I don't. Where, uh, then the mayor is still stuck in a station. He puts the ring away because he's like, LOL, this can't do anything. And then he remembers that he ate a piece of uranium. Then, uh, Jade goes, as I wrote it, Jade bees Santa because it's a a fun little, a fun little callback to Sweet Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff where they say, shit, let's be Santa. Let's be Santa. Yes, sir. Then she alchemizes a bunch of shit. Airden gives Jade this godly gun. But then Jade is like, hey, this gun was given to the Mecha Bunny by my pen pal. What? And Aridin is, like, talking about fate and ancestors. And Jade is like, oh, okay, cool. Then I'm going to throw this gun in the trash. And if my pen pal is, who is my grandson also? She's like, if my grandson pen pal is meant to find this gun, he will find it in the trash. Then the trolls, uh, you go to the trolls outside of their prize door with a 1025 countdown. Then to Prospect being destroyed with a 612 countdown. Then Alternia bound with Carcat at 51230, which is half of 1025. Then you go to Aradia messaging Solux at 413. She apologizes and says she has to go, then hugs him, and then she explodes, and then Solux is crying. Then you see Terezi sitting at the computer at 315, which is when she gets sent the um, boon dollars, I believe. Then Doom Dave wakes up. Oh, no, just kidding. This is when Doom Dave wakes up and gets killed by Jack Noir, and Terezi cries and runs away into the veil. Jade equips these cool goggles that let her see anything currently happening in the Incipisphere. Jade sees John on the battlefield, Rose in the lava land talking to a mystery person, which is Baldy. <laughs> then dead Dave Sprite and Bro and dead Doom Dave, and Jade is very concerned. Because there are like 13 Daves and she only sees the dead ones and she's like, oh my god. So she goes to message Dave and says that they should make a plan to kill Jack, but Dave's like, no, we can't. And... Like, I can't help you because I have to get out of all these stable time loops first. Um, but that you're gonna, she, he's like, Jade, you're, you're gonna lead us to the scratch, but I can't tell you about the scratch because time shenanigans. It'll be fine. Jade then pesters Tavros and is like, hey, can you talk with Beck? But Tavros does not answer because he fell down the stairs. Then Jade goes to the lab and sees, like, the fourth wall flash for a second with Hussy. And as I was typing, I put LMAO, that's so funny now that I type it out, fourth wall LMAO. Because I completely did not think that oh it's hussy and the fourth wall breaking the fourth wall how many times has this joke happened in homestuck so far all too many and but i just <laughs> it just clicked that with the, with the physical fourth wall you know it finally clicked i'm really proud of you thank you so much <laughs> thank you i'm i'm proud of myself too and then jade summons back with an irritated stake and then throws dead dream jade into the sprite and jade sprite is freaking out like what yelling what did you do then you see Gamzee quoted as the most important character in Homestuck, covered in his own blood. <laughs> and as the timer goes to zero in the, the veil, and then the lab that Jade is in drops and rolls to the ground like a like a snow like a snowball. And then the fourth wall cracks or breaks, and Lord English is revealed, except it's not Lord English, it's just Hussy in Lord English's robe. Oh my god, remember how a couple episodes ago you were like, oh my gosh, isn't Lord English Andrew Hussy? I was like, huh, you make a good point. Yeah, I, I think I might not have, like, in, like, my first reading gotten to... I, you know what, I don't even know if Lord English is revealed, but I don't think I got to a point where Lord English is revealed unless it is to a certain care. I don't think it is. Unless it is. No. I think it is. I, I, from my memory, I think it is. 
We'll get to it <laughs> get at to some it. point. But anyways, then you have Hussy Recap 3. And the funny thing that Bria pointed out to me about the, the third <laughs> Hussy Recap is that the section we had last week, Act mm-hmm. 5, Act 1, had one paragraph devoted to it. And it, it was a short paragraph. And, like, and the rest was everything that has happened thus far. And it's not like, you know, there was already a recap in act five act one and no this is covering everything from the end of act four to to this point so that paragraph is the entirety of act one he was literally like <laughs> you meet some trolls they win their game then their game gets fucked up let's move on i was like <laughs> but i'm glad he didn't write more low-key because it's a lot anyways after the recap you find out that Jade Sprite is upset because she starts remembering all the bad things that were happening to her and she misses the new friend she made and uh, she wants to die again. She's like, kill me. And then she gets upset when Jade asks her to fight Jack Noir because she's like, bro, do I look like I can fight right now? I want to die, but I don't want to die because of Jack Noir. And Jade is like, what the fuck? And then beats the shit out of <laughs> Jade Sprite. And then Carcat is like, yo, what? And talks with Jade civilly. Because at this point, you learn that each of the kids has a patron troll, and Carcat is Jade's patron troll, which I think is just so fun. Um, then Carcat in this convo points out the parallels between her situation and his situation with like past and future hymns, and Jade is like, "Oh my God, you're right." And then Carcat is also imagine for some reason I, this probably isn't important, but I had to point it out because it was weird. He's imagining Jade and Jade Sprite like kissing for some reason while he's talking. It's with her. because weird. he imagines them as kissmesses, like him and his oh, uh, so past right. slash future selves. That makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is the relevance <laughs> of this?" What a time. Then Jade turns off the fourth wall because Carcat instructs him to, who was instructed by future Jade, um, which turns off a screen in an unknown station. Then the mayor is still stuck. Uh, Serenity, his firefly, escapes to get help. The fifth exile is revealed to be coming soon from the time capsule. It's the Rit Keeper. The old queen tells the new, the old queen who's the white queen tells the new queen, the male lady, that she needs help to bring the slayer to justice and then reestablish the kingdom and also destroy all of the stations that they made. Then the cop straps up bombs to all of the station, including the can that the mayor is in. The mayor is asleep and dreams of noir coming into his room and then becoming noir by putting on the ring and killing his soldiers, which is very sad. Then Vriska shows up in the dream and is like, what are you doing with that ring? Stop. And tells the mayor to wake up. But she's tiny. She's like a little bug. So she's just kicking his nose. But he's he's like a big dog and she's like a little bug. And then the sequence where, oh my god, the sequence, where Noor kills all of the Durst dreamers and sets Durst on fire. But that triggers the death of like the hidden dream Aradia who was in the Durst crypt on her, like, quest bed thing. So mm-hmm. she enters God tier, and now Arati is finally alive, actually, and she has these time powers because she's the maid of time, and she freezes Jack Noir in place. And then we see Verska and Tavros fight where Verska kills Tavros. Oh, my God. Then Tavros' dead body falls next to Terezi. We'll get back to that later. Rose's screen goes dark, and Kanaya is trying to get answers from Jade as to why it happens. Jade doesn't give answers because she has implemented a password system to maintain linear conversations with the trolls. Kanaya talks to past Jade, and they talk space witch stuff, because they kind of both have the same role, because Kanaya was the sylph of space or something, and Jade is the witch of space or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they also talk about breeding stuff, because apparently they're both in charge of the forge and breeding. Like, Kanaya had to hatch the matriorb, and Jade had to clone frogs. 
And then apparently Dave is saying funny stuff that we don't get to read that both Jade and Kanaya laugh at, and I'm just very mad that we don't get to read it. Then Jade's goal with the Paradox cloning is to create the Genesis Frog, which is the universe <laughs> that the kids are trying to create and win. Kanaya was also a young prospect waker like Jade, because she ran into Baldi when she was a little wee lass walking around her land, and Baldi was like, go to sleep. But then she woke up on Prospect. Then you play another, like, Alternia Bound style, style game with Kanaya, Karkat, and Aridin. You learn that Aridin was the land of wrath and angels, and that he was killing off all his consorts. <laughs> he was like, I had to kill all of those angels, and Karkat was like, dude, you weren't supposed to fucking kill the angels. Aridin um, is such a fucking dumbass. Yes. Correct. I have <laughs> thoughts on Aaron. Oh, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. We'll get we to it. We'll get to it. But then he, and apparently he was like, I was so lonely. And then Karkat was like, why didn't you leave your planet? And he was like, well, I did. And Karkat was like, okay, going to dual Solux is not <laughs> a valid excuse for leaving your planet. And then Aaron says he's going to join Jack Noir. And so Solux is like, no, you can't do that. So Solux and Aridin fight. Aridin knocks out Solux, then proceeds to kill the fairy, kill the matriorb, and kill Kanaya. And then Carcat is like, what the fuck? And he answers Baldi's messages on Kanaya's computer. And Baldi is like, don't turn your back on the bodies. And Carcat's like, huh? And then Gamzee finally messages Carcat and is like, hey, I realized my calling as like the sub jugulator or some <laughs> shit. And, and I'm gonna kill everyone. I'm going to kill everyone. And Carcat is like, huh? And he starts a memo and is like, guys, our bard of rage, which we thought was a silly title, is actually going on, on, on a killing rage and killing all of us. So be careful. But no one takes him seriously about all the killings happening because they can't take Memo Card Cat seriously. Or so Gamzee, for that matter. Jesus. Yeah, and past Gamzee was like, what's going to happen? And Card Cat is like, dude, I'm trying to protect all of us from current you killing everyone. Let's, like, not talk about this. And Gamzee's like, okay, it'll happen when it happens. Then Aridin mistakes Karkat's genuine, like, I want you to die, like, hatred for mixed signals about being a kiss me. Interesting time. Terezi sees Tavros's dead body and is trying to solve the murder. Karkat and Terezi try to revive Kanaya and Tavros, respectively, but it can't be done because both of those dream selves are dead. Then you have a quick Rufio hussy revival scene that John sees in the clouds. And John is traveling on the battlefield. Wait, Kanaya you just, find- sorry, you just skipped over the most important part of the Rufio thing. Is that, like, Hussie was, like, kissing Rufio. Making out with. And that's what John saw, but only their lips. Yeah, he, he was like, are these wriggling grubs? It in was some so sort of- weird. It was so, he was transfixed, bro. John was like, John said he was staring at that shit for, like, so long yeah but then he was like he finds his dad's wallet and he does the windy thing with dad's car and they're like flying away with the mayor then john and jade catch up john says that he's gonna let the mayor keep the ring because he like saw it in the cloud and jade is like i see your dad with rose's mom in the castle and they're like and then they talk silly human shipping stuff for a second carcat frantically messages john that he might die then carcat is retreating into the lab gamzy messages carcat from terezi's account and carcat blocks terezi Carcat tries to recruit Equius for help, but Equius, with his whole, like, fucked up he- hemo-spectrum shit, is like, I don't know if I can disobey Gamzee, he's a higher blood rank than me, and Carcat's like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> then you, uh, Terezi finds Kanaya's body missing, and Feferi's body with bite marks! 
Who bitter? Who knows? Equius <laughs> Bound, you have, like, this weird other RPG game with Equius this time and Nepidum, and you, Equius is on the search for Gamzee, but Nepeta, in hiding, goes through all of the wind ducts, and she sees something in the air ducts, and is like, oh, and then you switch to Equius, who finally finds Gamzee, and then Gamzee kills Equius, and then Nepeta sees that, and jumps out of the ducts, and pounces on him, and Gamzee grabs her and scratches his face, which is why you see, like, all the, like, earlier, that's why you mm-hmm. saw, like, Gamzee's blood on his own face, and was like, oh my god. Then you go back to John, who has crashed the car. Actually, the mayor has, no, John crashed the car for sure. Then Briska talks with John about killing and troll culture, and John is like, oh my god, what the fuck? And then uh, Briska also talks about the nature of, like, maturing in the game and stuff. Then Terezi tries to message Carcat, but she's blocked. Solix wakes up, blind now, and without teeth, because, um... Because Carcat someone dropped him down the stairs. Someone who will remain unnamed, you know, just a dude. <laughs> then Briska opens up to John about her ancestor. Then Solix and Terezi talk about being blind, and Terezi smells something bright and stops replying. It's probably, like, Gamzee or... No, it's not. It's fine. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. It. We'll get there. Then we go way back in time to pre-round sunglasses Dave, and you see Aradia message him, but then it's revealed that it's actually a dream that's founded in the memory of their first conversation. And, and this is a dream being had by the doomed Dave who got killed by Jack. Aradia and Dave talk about time stuff. Then dead Tavro shows up in the bubble. And then Aradia is like, y'all are dead, but I'm not because I'm built different. Then Vriska lightly suggests John to get the tumor. She says she's going to go fight Jack soon. John uses his wind to drill a hole in the battlefield. John's dad and Rose's mom have a nice meal while Nor watches, um, <laughs> funny time. Vriska reads her ancestor's journal and sees the parallel between the ancestors' relationships and the alpha trollized relationships. Then you see someone sucked Terezi's blood. She's got hole marks in her neck now. Then Kanaya is alive somehow and she's glowing like crazy and she kicks Gamzee's in the balls into the abyss, punches Vriska and then breaks Aridin's wand and slices them in half and then we see her sharp teeth so she's the one who's been sucking blood because she's a vampire now. <laughs> then you become Jack Noir who just killed John's dad and Rose's mom. Cool. Then you see Jack could not kill Jade. He tried to, but he can't because he has retained Beck's feelings of love and loyalty to Jade. Oh. Then <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> thanks. I'm trying to like see where I think we're getting like I don't know where we are. Anyways, um, then you see a quick thing about Diamond Droogs. I don't remember his name, and it's like different in this context, but it's Diamond Droogs. You see him running the kingdom. Oh, it's the Draconian keep- Dignitary. Draconian Dignitary. Um, is like, hey, Jack, can you, like, not commit a genocide because you're supposed to be the king and if you, like, don't have anything to rule, there's no fucking point. And he's, like, ruling the kingdom right now. And then he, um, Jack is like, can you go kill Jade? And he's like, fucking no, get Club's deuce on it. And they're like, what the fuck? So then Club's deuce is assigned to kill Jade. So Technically the know. courtyard droll. The courtyard droll. Yes. Yes. Courtyard Droll is assigned to kill Jade, which we know it's not going to happen. <laughs> and the Courtyard Droll has the Mecha Bunny with him and is like, hey, can I, um, I love, I said, and is being great as usual because we love him. So nice. And he's like, can I go investigate this blue tornado? And the Dignitary's like, no. And he's like, but can I? And the Dignitary's like, fine. <laughs> so then present Jack Noor waits for John at the site of the killing of his dad. 
and contemplates his feelings as a god. Then you see future Jack Noir trapped in the moment by Aradia after entering the troll session. Aradia releases Jack and then flies into a dream bubble that shows past Aradia discovering the frog ruins in the dream turns into a blind Solix, fairy Aradia, robot Aradia, and Jade all talking. Um, Aradia explains how traveling between the dream bubbles is hard, but it's like, how do you get to the furthest ring? And she's trying to like learn because time and space is weird in the dream bubbles. But this dream bubble is important for all of them learning why they're here. Then in the dream, we see Kanaya fix Lil Cal, and then Solix wakes up and leaves the dream. We see Aradia, Tavros, Riska, and Terezi writing genetic code on their walls. But also we see Gamzee, who had some wildcard genetic code from a reality that like was not supposed to happen. And then you see that the Black Queen created Doc Scratch with all of the genetic code. And I'm pretty sure it's like the Black Queen who became Snowball. And then you try to be Doc Scratch, you can't be Doc Scratch, but he, you are in Doc Scratch's apartment, and then he li- His apartment. His I apartment. like the idea of him just, like, in, like, a fucking New York City apartment, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> paying That'd way so- too much money for, like, a flat, like, you know... It just what's the word so, for it where the, it the, there's one room a studio yeah a studio yeah dude imagine doc scratch an omniscient being just living in a studio <laughs> apartment ridiculous but then spade slicks is led into doc's apartment and keeps bonking doc on the head i'm calling him doc now instead of baldy um i don't know why i'm gonna call him baldy again Aww. then baldy talks to rose about the scratch um, Rose will not do the scratch, apparently. Apparently, Jade will get the quills of space or something, and then Dave or John will do the scratch. And it does not actually open the rift. What it does is it hard resets the game, and those who are left in the universe when the hard reset happens are, like, doomed into oblivion unless they find a way to preserve themselves. And the then, um, Baldi reveals that god tears can only die if their death is heroic or just. Then, Rose gets the cue ball from one of the consorts, and can see into it, given the fact that she's a seer, and it says that she should answer Jade, so she does. And then Rose is like, I think I'm gonna go kill Jack. Um, and then Rose asks the cue ball if the gods are evil from the furthest ring, and then she goes grimdark. How freaking fun. Then she goes to seek revenge, because she just does. Then Hussy, the big man, takes a time out. Wait, I think we should maybe, like, kind of give a little bit more of a definition of going grimdark. Yeah, it's true, like you do it. <laughs> it's almost like she was possessed. Like, she just got, like, really, like, she, she, her skin turned gray. She's just, yeah, pretty much, like, possessed. Yeah, and she can only, she can't talk in yeah. regular anymore. She can only talk in, like, the language of, I don't remember what specifically it's called. The, you know, the, the, the horror terrors. The horror terror language. Yeah. It's a fun time. <laughs> then, um, the big man, Hussy, says that he will interfere exactly one yard in the story, which feels important somehow. Then, John locates the tumor, which has a 1025 countdown on it. The courtyard droll finds John and the mayor. John reunites with Liv Taylor, the mecha bunny. John is given another note by Jade's pen pal and easily figures out that the pen pal is Jade's grandson. Then John gets the Warhammer of Zillyhoo, which apparently Gamzee also has. Then the mayor eats Liv Tyler's green eye, so she can't make things uh, big anymore. John instructs Liv Tyler to pilot the Durr ship with the mayor who's going to take the wallet with the tumor in it. And then the courtyard drill just tags along for the ride. John's computer was in the wallet, though, so now he can't see anyone who messages him because he's a fucking idiot, and I love him. We do. John then investigates the grim darkness that has taken over Skaya, and then you go into the Rose Flash game. 
which is when she descends into the castle to find Jack Noir, but instead she finds John and then leads John to the side of their dead parents. But up at the side of their dead parents, who is it other than Jack Noir? And then Jack Noir goes ahead and kills John. And then Rose is like, what the fuck? But in an alien language and goes fucking bananas. And they battle and then there's a giant explosion. And then Dave and Terezi talk while Dave is grieving over his bro. The exile's voice um, pops into Dave's head, which is the cop. And then Terezi monologues about getting justice and having to kill Briska. Terezi exits this door, takes out Disc 1, and then Disc 2 is missing. And that is where it ends. Woohoo. We've covered the first two years of Homestuck now. Yeah. And that was crazy when it was like the mm-hmm. year two thing. I was like, holy shit. Also, that took you just over 30 minutes, I think. Or like just Dude. under 40. Like, wow. I'm really proud of you. This is a short, short part one. This is a short part one. Yeah, I thought, I, I just looked at my thing and it's 38 minutes and we had a few minutes of like, not talking about the summary. That's wild. Bro. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. You did that. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Because when I got to the part where I was like, when I, because I, I read like Rose RPG and I was like, wait, shit, this is like 20, this is like really close to the end. I was yeah. like, we're already here. Yeah. Wow. And even with all those like little, little bits and pieces that you added in about buckets and stuff. I've got to include the buckets, bro. It just is, it, I don't know, man. Something about the pails. I just gotta include any time someone is flustered by a pail. Hey, you can. I'm uncomfortable when they're like, oh my god, why are you talking about the buckets? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think it's so, I think I, I probably mentioned this time, like last time when John was like, anytime he saw a cleaning supply, he was like, I gotta get this out of sight because <laughs> Riska couldn't explain why pails specifically were bad. We, or no, Kanaya. Wasn't or that at the very beginning of this act? Was it? I think no, so. No, because I would have written it down for sure. There were no humans in the last act. <gasps> then wasn't it? No, it was... Oh, no, there was no way it was in this act because I think I would have written... Oh, maybe I wrote it down in my... <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> was it? I think so. Oh, no, I'm scrolling all the way back up. I feel like I, I would have written it down. It must have been somewhere else because, like, I, hmm, hmm, I don't know when it happened. I guess it, maybe it was an act. I have no clue. I don't think it happened at this point because I think I feel like I would have written it down. I'm, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't, like, go back and, like, try to find no, it right now. But I either. also want to. Just, like, I, now I you know yeah wow interesting um anyways i think okay here i think this will be the end of the summary yes uh (laughs) see see you in the next episode bye bye